My guest on today's podcast uh, believes in eradicating professionalism, but not from the point of view that you should be unprofessional, but more from the view that professionalism uh, kind of hides us behind a facade of um, things that do not allow us to be ourselves, do not allow us to be human. And he talks about being an authentic personal brand. Uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, we have a lot of things in common, but Josh also came up with some great ideas and some suggestions. And he's also made a, a very generous offer to anybody listening to the end of the podcast uh, in terms of helping them explain what is it that you do. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy the episode. Enjoy. You're listening to the REI Branded Podcast, helping you build your real estate personal brand. If you want to stand out from the crowd, attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time, you're in the right place. My name is Paul Kopkutt, and each week we'll be looking to decode and uncover what makes you, the real estate business owner, brandtastic. Each episode is intended to be valuable, cut to the chase, and actionable, so you can spend less time marketing your business and still get the results you want. Thank you for listening. Now let's get to work on making you brandtastic. Well, hello and welcome to this week's edition of the REI Branded Podcast. And I am really uh, excited to introduce to you my guest this week, Josh Zeppas. He's in a world where genius is buried, dreams are laughed at, and rust never sleeps. Josh, also known as the identity archaeologist, I'm going to have to ask him about that, is on a mission to raise the ROI, the return on investment, on each and every conversation for confused and struggling solopreneurs by discovering, articulating, and monetizing their authentic personal brand that Josh and I are speaking the same language. After 20 years as a shy, negative, skeptical engineer, he escaped the corporate cubicle to find himself in the free fall of entrepreneurship. That journey of success, but mostly failure, led him to finally choose to monetize his genius of discovering, articulating, and monetizing authentic personal brands. When he's not ideating, he's a semi-professional comedian, not the funny kind. I'm going to have to ask him about that as well. A poet, pilot, home brewer, and OCR athlete. I'm going to have to ask him that as well. So uh, welcome, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Absolute honor to be here. So, well, let's kick off. I, I've got a couple of All questions. Right. The, the identity archaeologist, where, where did that come from and what, what does that mean? <laughs> Everyone always asks me the same question, right? They ask me, Josh, what does that mean? Honestly, it means I have no competition. And by the way, how cool would that be, right? Just eliminate your competition. Stand out from the crowd. So, but really, uh, to be, I'll, I'll go a little deeper. It's actually how I take my genius, my own uniqueness, and apply it to a commodity, which is called branding. So I basically, my, part of my genius is I'm really good at asking the right questions. I dig with questions. I'm able to get really deep into somebody and pull out their treasure, their gold, their nuggets, their value. We dust off all the conditioning, you know, all the stuff you were told growing up. Oh, honey, there's no money in that. Uh, you can't do that. Keep your head down. Stop asking questions. All that bull crap we were told. Excuse my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Yeah, you words. can say it. Sure. Yeah. All right. So we get rid of all that bullshit. We get rid of all that stuff. And then we polish and refine your value 
until it shines so bright, people come from hundreds of miles to see it. It's that attraction process. And that's, that's really where identity archaeologists came from. Great. So why do, why do entrepreneurs struggle with this? What's the classic kind of, you know, we go to a networking event and fortunately <laughs> we're going to go, go back to doing those now, which is great rather, yeah. than, rather than always on Zoom. But, um, and, you know, there's the classic question, what is it you do? And huh. either people panic, I don't know what it is, or they, they say something that they kind of maybe worked on, but it just sounds like take their face away, put somebody else's, and it's exactly the same. Why, yep. why do entrepreneurs struggle so much with this? Ooh, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, you know, but you're, you're, first of all, you're 100% right. When someone asks you, what do you do? We typically, I typically hear two answers. Either someone's uh, giving them a title, right? They're, 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 you're given a title off your business card. Like I'm a realtor, I'm a mortgage professional, I'm a life insurance professional, whatever that is. Or we end up just vomiting all the services we do just this comprehensive list of all the crap we do in our own industry jargon, nonetheless, that no one else understands. Right. And then we wonder why people do the smile and nod and excuse them, you know, the smile and nod, right? Oh, that's so nice. And they excuse themselves to the bathroom, right? They're out of here. And we never hear from them again. Uh, we are business shy. Let's just put it where it is. We are business shy. We are so afraid of being human that we hide behind our logo, we hide behind our business card, our products and services, we hide behind our brand, our, you know, the big corporate brand behind us, not our personal brand. We hide behind, you know, the Century 21 or the, uh, you know, Sotheby's or one of those we hide uh, because we're just, we're so afraid of being human. We're, 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 we're sold a lie. And this is where it really comes from. We're sold a lie that emotions and business don't mix that you should not be human in business, right? Business is cutthroat. It's all business. And then I have my personal life. I want to, I want to get rid of that line. I want to bring humanity back to business. That's my big overarching goal because of exactly what you say. We need to be more human. We need to be okay with uh, letting people know why we care before we share all the crap that we know. You and I know. I mean, you think of the brands you know and love, the chances mm -hmm. are it's not because of the the features benefits and certainly not because of the logo or or anything else it's because of the emotional connection we've associated with that brand um, and, right. and and equally why uh we don't like certain brands because emotionally there's some kind of connection that there's not or not not a connection it's more of a rejection well and let's put it where it is people buy you first your product or service second but if they don't buy you They'll never touch your product or service, no matter how much they need it, no matter how great it is. They don't teach you this stuff in business school or entrepreneurial cl classes for some reason. They'll teach you that really people are buying you or they're not buying you. And that's the first stage. It doesn't matter your product. It doesn't matter if you're the best realtor or the best mortgage professional, or you're just, you got the best access to the best loans or the best investments. If they think you're an asshole, they're not going to do business with you. <laughs> right. One of the things I see very often with, um, maybe I'm going to upset some people, realtors in particular, Let's do it. <laughs> is, is, you know, they have the logo, you know, they, they have a website, oh, yeah. they've got their business cards, you know, they maybe bought the, the side of a bus or a, a bus bench, you know, and they think, you know, their face on it and that's it. So, and they think that's my brand, right? Um, what would you say to those people? 
Well, let's define brand. Brand is the gut feeling people get the moment you walk into a room, the moment that they see your business. So remember, so it's not like Paul walks in, I'm like, oh, you know, it's not an analytical process. It's not like, oh, I think Paul's a nice person. I, I think Paul's a really good at what he does. No, it's the gut feel. It's what you say, and it's especially what you don't say. And it's the emotion. It's all that emotional connection. It's your confidence. It's your conviction. Nothing on the side of a bus is going to translate that. Sorry. Uh, so, and, and here's, let's talk about first impressions because that, you know, your, your picture on the side of a bus, I call that a first impression. When you go to a networking group and you say, I am Josh, and you know, the, the whole case of the yams, I call it, where you're just like, I am this, and I am from Orlando, and I am a professional, and I am, I am, I am, and we're yamming people to death. Those are first impressions. And here's a list of things that people don't care about on a first impression. They don't care what your name is. They don't care what your business name is. They don't care about your title. They don't care about your personality. They don't care about your good looks. Thank goodness for me. They don't care about any of this stuff. People want to know why you care. They're like, why do you care about what you do? Why do you care about me? Why are you even doing this? What is your mission, your vision, your values? What do you stand for? Make a freaking human connection with me first before you hit me with all the stuff that you do. Before your ego comes into play, before you talk about how great you are and how great your services are, can you empathize with me for two seconds? Can you just share with me why you care? Because if you can't, you're just another bozo in the sea of sameness. You're another Waldo out there. That's, you know, that's, I think you've underlined is the difference between a personal brand versus a company brand, because the company brand Correct. has overarching expectations about what you say and what you deliver for them as a company and a culture. Yes. Um, but that, that doesn't stop you being yourself within that. And in fact, that's Correct. the important, that's what you're underlining is the importance of that. Yes. And in fact, company brands are great. I'm not denouncing them at all. Company brands are perfect for credibility because people buy from who they like and trust, right? We've, we've heard that many times. So trust is state farm behind you. Trust is IBM behind you. That's great. That's, that's the credibility, but they still aren't going to do business with you unless they like you. And that's where the personal brand comes in. That's where you just have to get a little more genuine, open, vulnerable and say, look, this is why I care. That's my number one question for people. Why? You know, you could do all kinds of things, right? You could drive trucks. You can go be a dentist. You can go become an astronaut. Why are you selling houses? Why are you uh, doing real estate investment? Why? Because if you can't articulate that, no one cares about anything else that you're going to talk about afterwards. They just won't. There's a good, here's a good question around. So let's take real estate investors, for example. Very often, the real estate investors I come across and I work with, I would say their why is quite often freedom, you know, lifestyle freedom, freedom okay. away from the nine to five. Is that okay to be that authentic with somebody and say, that's what I'm doing this for? Yes. So there's no, I've never heard of anything that you could be oversharing or over authentic. Uh, but, but here's my question I would have for them. That's still, that's still a bit superficial. Let's dig a little deeper. So freedom. Great. You could become a stockbroker and get freedom. You could become a race car driver and get freedom. Why real estate investing? Was there something that grandpa put you on his knee when you were growing up and talk to you about the power of real estate and how there's only a finite amount of land on this planet. Like 
there's why real estate? Let's just go a little deeper because if you're just in it for the money, sorry, that you're you're probably gonna you're leaving money on the table then, ironically, right? If you're just in it for the money, if it's just a business only, if there's really no heart in it, you're gonna you could do well, right? You could make lots of money, but you're not gonna make as much money as the person who's in it with their heart and their head, right? Who's in it with conviction. Cause that's what conviction is. Conviction is what happens when confidence up here goes from your head to your heart. When you become, when it's no longer what you do, when it's what you are, that's powerful. That's when nothing can stop you. That's when the profits really roll in. So I don't want to get off into a whole big thing there, but that. No, 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 that's, (laughs) I guess um, that's what you mean by getting paid for simply being yourself. Correct. Is that kind of underlying. um, Yeah, I I guess it goes back to an authentic connection with who you are and what you stand for versus that superficial. Yeah. There's two parts to getting paid for being yourself. There's the authenticity part uh, for getting, uh, for being, for being the right place, you know, for, for being in alignment with, with what you believe. But then there's also another part we call it, I call it your genius, which is your natural talent and recognizing that and bringing your genius into your business, because that is another differentiator. If you can bring your story, your, your stand, your genius, all these things that make you unique, you can put that onto this commodity. Sorry, guys and gals. Real estate's a commodity. Real estate investing's a commodity. Branding's a commodity. Life insurance is a commodity. It's all commoditized. So the only unique thing about your business right now is you. All those things. And if you can bring them into your business, you can actually create uh, something so unique that you can actually charge a premium. People will pay you more and you will have more business uh, because they can't go anywhere else to get the Paul experience, right? That's, that's the beautiful part. And I think that's, that kind of underlines uh, the importance of thinking, uh, kind of going upgrading yourself versus heading down towards the lowest denominator, which is usually price, um, because there are enough bigger companies out there that can leverage technology and everything yep. else. I was just hear- hearing on a podcast literally this morning of this new mortgage company in the US. and. They've, they've hired 7,000 people in, since COVID started. So 7,000 mortgage agents. And it's all remote. That nobody meets anybody. And it's, it's leveraging technology, making the whole process. They just looked at the mortgage process and said, well, you can cut corners here. You can cut this. You can stop this. And they've just streamlined the whole process. And then what they've done with that saving is bonused those mortgage agents more so they've kept one of the big things with mortgage agents is there's very high turnover and what they've done is that they've increased their retention so not only do they get the best mortgage agents but then they hang on because they reward them more but they're still leveraging the technology to do it because for the individual mortgage agent how do you compete with that and i think you've underlined it is go the other way and well that's the commodity aspect right someone will always come along and do your product or service better faster cheaper those are the three aspects of a commodity, better, faster, cheaper, but they can't duplicate. So that, so your, your product or service is duplicatable, right? It's easily duplicatable, but you aren't. 
And that's the key. That's what a personal brand is. It's taking that uniqueness that no one else can duplicate and applying it to your business in a profitable way. It's, it's and, messaging. Yeah. And you mentioned genius. How do you have some tips? Or I, I think a lot of people struggle with, I, well, there's two things I, I tend to notice when working with people with personal brand is either they struggle with identifying what their uniqueness is or, or they have a fantastic strength and yet they don't realize it or they, they underplay it because they tended to say, well, you know, I kind of do that all the time. It comes to me naturally. Yeah, but people actually value it. That's, and, but that's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to stop a second and ask you about your web presence. You know that people are going to Google and check you out online if they want to do business with you. And so it's incredibly important that you have a reliable, secure hosting web service and a stable hosting plan that provides fast site speed. And if you're installing a website for the first time, a nice, easy-to-use, secure, one-click system to install WordPress. That's why I recommend and use Bluehost, which powers more than 2 million websites online and is the number one recommended hosting provider by WordPress. It's got 24-7 support, which is really good, free security certificates, and a free domain name registration. Uh, Bluehost web hosting is a powerhouse. If you'd like to get a special offer through this podcast, go to the show notes from this episode, click on the Bluehost uh, image or link, and they'll take you straight there to get a special offer. Now back to the show. Right. That, that's the challenge. Like, what do you do? I always ask people, what's the, what's the one or two or three things you do better than anyone else you know? What's the thing that's so easy for you to do that I could wake you up three o'clock in the morning out of a deep sleep? And you can do it without even thinking. That's the genius. And don't limit it. Here's the key. Don't limit it to business. Take off your business hat for a second. One of my geniuses, and this is weird, I'm a speed eater and a speed and quantity eater. I, it's 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 hang on a minute, Josh. That fast. wasn't that wasn't in your bio. Hang on a minute. It wasn't. I'm not proud of it. That's the problem. I'm not proud of it. I don't advertise it. Uh, but I've I've made people cry because I eat so fast that they they don't understand, like it confuses their brain. So now, am I using that to make money? Did I monetize that genius? No, <laughs> but I had to recognize it. And what I recognized in it was I was very disciplined. I turned eating into a job because I was a bodybuilder for a number of competitive bodybuilder for a couple of, for several years. And I learned how to turn eating in, you know, for fuel into a job. And, and I just, and I've always had this natural talent for eating fast. So I started using that to my advantage. Uh, but it's again, you just have to recognize these things. And if you need to ask people around you, ask them, hey, what do I do really well? If, if, if you were to come to me for anything that and you needed something done properly and done well, what would you come to me for? Like sometimes we don't, you know, it's, what do they say? You can't see the entire picture when you're in the frame. Right. I love that. Uh, sometimes you need to ask for help. What I did a few years ago is I sat down and I said, I, I just made a list. I said, Josh, what are you really good at? And here's the key. You got to put your, you got to put your humility aside. And this was difficult for me. 
because I'm a very humble person. I don't like bragging. I, I've been an introvert my entire life. I spent 20 years in corporate America as a shy, negative, skeptical, in, introverted engineer. I don't like talking about myself. I don't like recognizing my genius. But for just for a few minutes, I had to put my humility aside and say, okay, you are really good at a few things. And I started making the list. And then I said, all right, now that I've got this list, how do I take this and bring value to the world with it? What can I do that would provide such a valuable service that I can easily monetize it? Because everything's monetizable. But I wanted to find something that was easily monetizable. And that's where I got into personal branding. That's when I realized I'm really good at certain things that I can make this happen. And it's the best and most profitable decision I've ever made. Yeah. And, and I loved your question. If I, if I wake you up at 3 a.m. in the morning yeah. and you could do something like straight away, what would it be? I think that's a, that's a great question for people to ask themselves. And, and yeah. I think the other thing is you've, you've underlined is take that business hat off for a moment it doesn't have to be it could end up being business related well that's how you monetize it but don't necessarily just exclude everything that's outside of the business realm maybe you're a marathon runner and you've got incredible endurance not just physical but mental endurance okay you know maybe that's just a natural thing for you uh so there's natural talent, but there's also expertise, things you built up over time. So you can kind of bring your expertise in with your talent. And then don't forget about passion. Don't forget about things. You know, I always ask people if you're paid in happiness. Happiness is now the national currency. So money doesn't mean anything. So the happier you are doing what you're doing, the wealthier you are, what would you do? What would you do that would bring value to the world? Include that too. So start mixing around those three things and... You'll, you'll feel it when it happens. I won't say you'll know it, but you'll feel it. You, it'll feel right when you figure out what that is. And it, it'll just pop. But you got to like go through the exercise. You have to ideate, write stuff down, meditate on it, whatever you got to do. But when you hit the right answer, you'll know it. It'll, just, it'll feel right. Tell me a little bit about uh, your process, the lighthouse effect. What, what does that mean? I tell people a little bit. Oh, about yeah. <laughs> So the lighthouse effect, it, I like lighthouses, but not so much for what they do, but mostly for what they don't do. Here's what lighthouses don't do. Lighthouses don't go and chase, they don't chase uh, the ships in distress out in the sea, right? They don't go out there. They don't leave voicemail after voicemail on the ship's phones. They don't uh, put their face on the side of a bus or a billboard, you know, begging the ships in distress to come into the, the shoreline. They don't do that stuff. You know what lighthouses do? They just freaking stand there but they stand for something. They stand for safety, security, shoreline, and all those ships in distress out there, they know exactly what that thing stands for, what the lighthouse stands for, and they are naturally attracted. So I want you to imagine, what if we could just be the lighthouse? We can just not be shy anymore and shine our brand and make our purpose and our mission and our stand so freaking obvious to everybody that the ships in distress, which I, I think of as your clients, right? Those, those poor prospects out there where they're capsizing, they're drowning, they're, they're looking for you, they're looking for a sign, they're looking for a light that they can follow. But we keep our lights off, we, we shy away, we're afraid to just, we're afraid to say what we freaking want to say. I tell people, say what you mean. What do you really want to tell people? You want, to, you want me to encapsulate a brand in one sentence? Tell people what you really want to tell people. Okay, caveat, assume you're coming from a place of good intentions, which I assume most people are. 
right? You're not just some, you're not an arrogant asshole, kind of like hate everyone. No, no, no. In that case, keep quiet, right? Don't have a brand. <laughs> That's not good. But if you're a really good person, you really do care about others. What do you really want to say? What do you stand for? What do you stand against? I don't care either one, but let it out. Let that shine. Let that mission, the vision, your stand, your values, your story, let that stuff out. And I promise people are going to naturally be attracted to that energy. They're going to want to come into your circle. That's the lighthouse effect, just taking a stand. And, and people also should not be afraid of the fact that doing that is also going to drive people away from them. And, and I think so, so many people are fearful of, oh, well, I, I need to attract everybody or I need to be attractive yeah. to everybody. And then you're attractive to no one. That's exactly. First of all, you can't help everyone anyways. That's what people don't realize. Like I ask people, who do you help? Everybody. No, you can't. There's 8 billion people on the planet. Sorry, you cannot help anyone. So stop trying because that's your first mistake. Uh, but here's the, here's the interesting point. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to push away as many people as you think. People are attracted to people on a mission that are going places even if the mission isn't the same, even if it's not, people just want to know, do you stand for anything? If you stand for anything, even if it's not something they necessarily stand for, there's an, a higher level of likability and respect because at least you're planting your flag. At least you're saying, I'm not flip-flopping. I'm not making shit up. Here's what I believe in. Here's where I'm going. See my vision over there? I'm heading this way. The train's leaving the station. You want to hop on the train? come with me. God bless. Love you. If you want to stay at the station, fine. God bless. Still love you, but nothing is stopping me. Here's where I'm going. That is a level of conviction and energy that is attractive, even for those that are not your ideal prospect. And that's the part people screw up because you should get very specific on who you're talking to, realizing you're going to attract a lot more than just that little niche market. Great point. Great point. I'm going to ask you a couple of things about your personal brand outside of uh, your personal branding work that you do. I, I mentioned at the beginning, semi-professional comedian, but not the funny <laughs> kind. <laughs> so I say semi-professional because I think I'm funny, but no one else does. So there's the dividing line, right? Uh, no, I, I do write some stand-up and have some fun with that. But I figured if I set the bar really low, like I just tell people I'm not funny, <laughs> then if I accidentally say something funny, I'm a genius, right? Right. All right. Just, just playing around. Okay. <laughs> An OCR athlete. I noticed uh, one of your, um, you, you got quite a few uh, on your social media pictures of you obviously working out and you know, you've maintained that athlete piece about you. What's an OCR athlete? I haven't come across that. OCR is optical course race. So I do long races between, let's say, five kilometers and 21 kilometers of obstacles. I just came back from Mexico a couple of weeks ago. I was in the 10,000 foot mountains in Mexico city. And I did a 13, well, a 21 kilometer, uh, obstacle course race. Uh, so, so this is like some, Spartan. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. a Spartan race. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you've read that book, um, Spartan up. If you've mm -hmm. read it, but the guy that founded. Spartan. Yeah. Uh, Joe, some, I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah. I can't now. remember his name. So. It's a great book. It's very motivating. Yeah. 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 No, I, I just, I like to, I need goals and I think everyone does, but personally for me, especially I need a reason to do things. 
know, people go to the gym, they work out and they're like, oh, I'm just maintaining. I'm like, I don't understand that. That to me doesn't make sense. Right. I need to train for something. I need account. That's my accountability for me that I'm going to show up at this race. And I'm either going to really suck <laughs> and be embarrassed, or I'm going to uh, meet my goal. I'm going to finish and finish under my goal time uh, better than I did last time. So for me, that's, that's my accountability. That's why I do these races. That's why I challenge myself to try very, you know, all kinds of different things. Right. I, I have a few questions I like to ask uh, most guests. So uh, favorite personal brand or brand and, and why? Ooh, that's a good question. Wow. Um, so many good brands out there. This is probably not a really good example and it's going to date me a little bit. But do you remember the brand BASF? Yes. I, I, for, some, for some reason, I've always been attracted to their very simple message. We don't make a lot of the products you buy. We make a lot of the products you buy better. I just like the clarity. They're, they're so clear on what they did. And I didn't have to guess. I didn't have to like wonder. It was just like, it's obvious. It's obvious and it's awesome. Right. Okay. What about a uh, favorite book, uh, business book? Well, for me, business and life, very, very similar. So uh, the first book I read that completely changed the way I looked at everything, business and life, was uh, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm. So I always recommend that as a starting one. Um, but the another book, if you really want to get into mental toughness, which is another favorite topic of mine, there's a book called Relentless by Tim Grover. He, he was the personal coach for Michael Jordan. Dwayne Wade, you know, a few of the okay. top NBA stars, not the, not the team coach. He was the one they would call at midnight when they were having a emotional or mental breakdown or block. And he was the one that came in and uh, kind of got them to their, help them become those champions. So he's very, very straightforward. You have to kind of thicken the skin a little bit when you read his stuff, but he okay. really does mean well and good stuff. Okay, cool. And do you have a current tool or resource that you're enjoying using? Hmm. Like in just like a business tool? Yeah, something or, that's, I mean, we, you know, we were talking about technology and, and kind of mm -hmm. help things that help us kind of do things more effectively or more automated or is there something that you're currently using or, or it could be a website that you refer to on a regular basis that great information. There's so many tools. Uh, I'm just going to go off the, 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 the side end here, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say morning routine. One of the most impactful mm -hmm. things I've done, and it's not, I, I won't say recently, but it's, it's been several years is instituting a morning routine where I take the first about 15 to 20 minutes of the day for me, do a little walk, breathe, affirmations, things like that, that because how you start your day will determine how the rest of the day goes. So to me, that is the number one tool, because if you can't start your day well, ain't no other like CRM or fancy website or anything right. that's going to really fix that. So I, I, I'll go with that. I like that. It's a natural, a natural tool, a natural resource. That yes. yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of morning routines. I, I have a very effective morning routine that I try to follow every morning. So. That's good. And do you have one a favorite? Do, yeah. right. uh, do you have a favorite quote? Yeah, I got a, a several. Um, the secret to success. And in fact, it's actually tattooed on my arm. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it to you in Latin and then in English. It's Unkipe uh, Numquam Keseris. And it's three words. It says, start, don't quit. 
That's it. There's nothing more complicated to success. Most people don't start. They don't get off the couch, right? They never give themselves a chance. They never even start. But the ones that do start often quit and they quit what I call, I, I call it the 99 yard line of life. They, they, they're bloody, they're muddy, they paid the price, they've been tackled a bunch of times, and they stop just before the goal line. They stop just before the score. And that's the cruelest thing you can do to yourself. So success in anything, I don't care what you're talking about. Start, don't quit. Love that. I think that's, that's wonderful. And what, what would you recommend to, to the listeners? If, they, if they're going to start and they need to do something with their personal brand, what should they start? And, and what are the things that you think they shouldn't quit once they do? Well, the one, so the one thing to start is something to actually to stop is uh, when you introduce yourself, I'm gonna give a challenge, how about this? Next time they introduce themselves, if you wanna start thinking about branding and, and just start changing up your conversations is don't use the words I am, stop, don't. Because again, I am Josh, I am this, I call the case of the yams. Try to introduce yourself without using the word I am. Maybe introduce yourself with your mission. Maybe introduce yourself with the person you're looking to help your ideal client and talk and empathize with that person. You know how so many single moms are just stressed and frustrated because they're, they're working three jobs and they still can't seem to make ends meet and spend time with their family? You know what I mean? So maybe just empathize, right. maybe just drop the ego for a little bit. Hmm. So this, and this is not a personal brand, obviously, but this is kind of the seedling. If, if you can start doing this, if you can start putting together and articulating what you do without saying I am, I think you're going to start changing your conversations. You're going to start raising the level and the energy of your conversations, and it's going to take them to whole new places. It's going to open up so many more doors and so many more hearts. Nice. And how can people best get hold of you? What's, I think you, uh, we, we were talking, you were telling me ahead of time that you've got an offer currently on a limited basis uh, to people. Yeah. I do. I do. Uh, so I'll have to give you the website for that. Uh, yep. But the easiest way is to go to my website, joshzeppis.com, or find me on social media at joshzeppis or anything with Identity Archaeologist, because remember, there's not another <laughs> one out there. So. <laughs> uh, but if you go to joshzeppis.com forward slash WDYD, what do you do? WDYD. There's a special offer I only do for certain uh, audiences. It's not public, but it's a 30 minute master session with me where we actually create the answer, your unique answer to the question, what do you do? And okay. it's just a little business, a tiny, tiny business asset you can take and run with. It's not a sales thing, by the way. There's no sales by me at the end or anything like that. I don't believe in that. I don't do that. It's just purely to give you a piece of value and a nice asset that you can take and use immediately. Great. Well, thank you for that. And I, I encourage yeah. people to take you, up, take you up on that. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today, Josh. And uh, I've enjoyed the conversation. And uh, I'm sure people will find this both enlightening and, and also very helpful. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully it kind of like rustles some feathers too, because that's okay. It's all out of love. It's all right. What, what Paul and I share with everyone, I'm talking to the audience now. What Paul and I share, this is, I guarantee you, it's out of good intentions. It's out of love, nothing out of judgment, shame, or any of that stuff. We just really want to see everybody do a lot better. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, have yourself a brandtastic day, Josh. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thanks. You too. 
Well, what did you think? Was that brandtastic? Did it give you some ideas and actions that you can take right now to build your business and real estate personal brand? So what's stopping you? Get to it. And if you're wondering where your real estate personal brand currently stands and some steps to make it more brandtastic, you can download our free real estate personal brand checklist at reibranded.com forward slash checklist. That's reibranded.com forward slash checklist. Thank you for listening and have yourself a brandtastic day.